Hey guys and gals, we're your hosts, Mackenzie and Sierra, and you're listening to the Girls Gone Gab podcast. Buckle up because we're about to get gabbing. So I feel like not just me and not more than just you and I, I feel like a lot of people in the country and in the world have been like really stressed, emotionally drained, just all the negative vibes for a little bit, like over the last couple of weeks. And hopefully I'm not wrong in assuming that, but, um, in order to kind of cure that for me lately, I've been really trying to get into the holiday spirit. So I drug my Christmas tree out. It's still in its like bag. So it's not up or anything, but it's prepared. It's in the corner. It's ready. Um, and also recently I went to my mom's place and we watched a new Christmas movie on Netflix. Have you seen Holiday. all have you seen all the Christmas movies on Netflix lately? I watched me and my mom. I went home this past weekend and we cleaned out her basement because basically she's got some of her stuff there. She's been like holding on to stuff for me and my brother. And then my, some of my grandma's stuff is stored there. So we just were doing like a big purge of everything um, and pulling out her Christmas stuff and then some of her stuff, which she's like handing down to me from her and my grandma. So we did that and we watched Holidays on Netflix. Yeah, so I've seen that, and my mom has also seen that, but when I went to go visit her, we had both already seen it, so we didn't watch it together. Did you watch the military one? No, that one's called, like, Christmas Drop or something. I don't know. That one looked more cheesy to me. I wasn't as into the preview. Yeah, the preview didn't really reel me in, but I wanted to know what this, like radio station one was I haven't seen Um, that and it's called like midnight at the magnolia is what it's called and um this isn't like a spoiler or anything but it's basically this uh guy and girl like best friend duo that has this radio like morning show in Chicago and I mean it's a love story I mean that's not a spoiler but Basically, they go from BFFs to not BFFs, and um, that's the whole thing. I mean, is it cheesy? Yes. Is it 100% predictable? Yes. But I feel like that's just, like, what we needed. Okay, that's what we needed. It's fine. Don't judge. Um, But that kind of gets us into our topic of today's episode, which is all things like dating, And I feel like just some of these, like, cheesy movies, even though I obsess over them and I love them, it's just like, okay, this is not real life. (laughs) Let's let's talk real life. Unfortunately, yeah. So I guess today we're going to kind of hit back on uh, finishing up some of the dating Q&A questions that we had from... Um, Quite a few weeks back now, we've had a couple guests on and um, have been talking about The Bachelorette. So uh, the second half of these questions kind of took the back burner, but we're back at it and we are going to answer some of your all's questions. But this will definitely not be the last time that we dive into these. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure there will be many more of these to come. 
Um, but I think I'll kick it off with, um, since we're on the, the topic of like cheesiness and all of that, are you like a romantic? I think that's like the first question, which like the typical, like what you think of when you think romantic, which would be like flowers and like cute, like notes and like stuff like that. Is that like, is that something that you're into or you're like, ugh? Um, I don't know. Like, I can't answer that question. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> I feel like I used to be like that when I was like young and dumb. Um, when I was like 13, I thought I was going to marry Nick Jonas. Like, I thought he would do all those things for me. And I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be amazing when Nick Jonas does that for me. But, like, not to sound cynical now, but I'm, like, I'm also just not someone in a long-term relationship or, like, in love or any of these things. So they're not happening to me regularly. Do I think those are, like, bad things? No. If it was, like, the right person that I wanted to do those things, yeah, I would want them to do it. Like, I wouldn't want to be, like, married to someone that, like, never does any romantic things and we just, like, live, like, business partners or, like, cool friends. Like, I don't want that, but also (laughs) – Cool cool buds. Cool buds. (laughs) But at the same time, I'm not – I don't consider myself a romantic person in my day-to-day life, but that's because I'm just going on freaking first dates every – three weeks so like what there there can only be a certain level of romance on a first date I feel like every first date I I was talking to my friend Ann about this the other day like honestly most first dates that you go on are more of like a friendship date anyways especially if it's someone you met off of a dating app and not someone like you already knew as a friend and then you're exploring it as like a relationship like you just met you've maybe had a couple conversations talked for like a week, I don't know, however long. And then you're like going in person to like test it out to see if you even like this dude. And you can put up with his face and his voice (laughs) and his overall persona. So it's not like a first date is just like a whirlwind romance, you know? So yes and no. Okay. Well, I, I know I asked the question, but I'm going to also answer it. (laughs) I'm like, so me, <laughs> anyway, um, I, I like those kind of romantic gestures, but the caveat is I have to like the person that's doing it. Exactly. Obviously. Like for anyone, I so, think you have to like the person. Yeah, if a rando I, is just bringing me flowers and notes, I'm going to be like, this is creepy AF. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, the feeling has to be on the same level so it's like if someone's like extra feeling me and I'm not feeling them as much and they send me flowers, I'm just going to be like, it's oh, cringe. No, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I think that's literally every woman out there. I'm not like special in saying this, but I, I just, I, I, some people just like attention though. And I don't mean that in I any know. way, but like some that's people true. just like attention. And if I don't want your attention, I don't want it. That's true. That's true. Um, It's hard, I think, for both of us to tell people that we're not, like, really feeling it. So, um, sometimes they'll just, like, keep talking. Like, yeah. Keep keep being, like, nice and you're just nice and bad. And we're just nice and we're all nice. 
we just get stuck cool in the cycle of nice and we're like oh but hashtag cool buds <laughs> title of this episode cool buds <laughs> um but I, I agree I think when I was younger um I I think back to like in high school and stuff like I definitely remember writing notes and just thinking love was gonna be this magical ride yeah i'm thinking i'm gonna save this note and i'm gonna show it to my grandchildren uh, no okay this note from sixth period is no it's not. burn it yeah no one's gonna see that um but yeah i used to like l- live for it um that was the epitome of romance now i'm kind of like there's a lot more layers to romance now that we're adults. So I feel like people can be romanced in like lots of different ways. So maybe like flowers and notes is just like not your path. Well, it's, it's not the flowers and notes. It's, it's the principle. <laughs> okay. I actually got flowers today and um, I did not get them from a male friend. I've actually gotten more flowers lately than I've gotten in a while because I got them from my grandpa's funeral. And um, then my friend Kim, she stopped by um, today and she brought me flowers for my grandpa dying. So those are the only... And I'm weird about flowers. This is like not having to do with being romantic. This just has to do with flowers itself. Besides graduations and like dance recitals and stuff like that, where my family has given me flowers, I've never had like a guy give me flowers ever in my life. Um, unless you want to count my best friend from high school, her younger brother, who's like <laughs> significantly younger than us, he got us flowers for our senior prom because we didn't take dates by choice. That's Let me cute. Just note, but. We refused to, like, take a date to, to senior prom. And her brother, like, brought us little corsage things. So unless you want to count Daniel, funeral flowers, or my parents, no flowers. But because of that, my, like, earliest memories of flowers is in funeral homes. And part of that, I think, is because my dad... Uh, worked in funeral homes for years growing up. And so, like, sometimes he would, like, go into the office on the weekend and I would go in with him and funeral homes just smell like flowers and there's lots of flowers around. And so, any t- like, people that say they love the smell of flowers, I don't get because I just associate flowers with death, like the smell of them. Got it. And so I also don't like floral, like overly floral perfumes for that reason, because it reminds me of death. Got it. So this explains why your little scent bird situation that you're getting into and wanting to know the notes of perfumes is very important. Exactly. That is a full circle. I'm taking I'm taking notes. Yeah. So it's, you know, the psychology of it all. (laughs) <laughs> you're like there are memories associated with scents yes specifically to flowers that makes them not romantic <laughs> yeah i'm just like this smells like death like mm. <laughs> got it <laughs> so anyways moving on next question 
Okay, so the next question we have is, what is your approach to first dates? Do you like first dates? Um, and I guess we could just start with that before we get into anything else. Because I feel like there's definitely two categories of people on this. Some people hate first dates and other people are like, no big deal. I like first dates. Like, I particularly particularly enjoy like getting to know new people and so I like that I like the I like the chit chat of it all yeah I'm surprised you I'm not surprised you said that I don't I didn't feel like you were someone that hated them but I feel like you like them less than me a little bit well I don't mean this to be like hopefully you don't take this in like a rude way, but I think like you definitely have gone on more first dates maybe than I have. Yeah. So maybe it just seems like you like them more because you are probably have maybe gone on more than I have, but I do still like them. I just don't like go on as many or probably I don't talk about as many to you because a lot of times Sierra is very secretive and I'm very like, I tell everyone everything I'm doing. Well, I have to like warm up as well. So it's like, if I don't know where something is going, then I just kind of like keep it to myself. If I, if there's something significant that happens or if I feel like something's going somewhere, I'm feeling like the butterflies, the magic, then I'll start talking about it. But until then I'm like, it's, you know, it's just a thing so I think I just like don't talk about my dating experiences openly that much which is weird because here we are having a podcast where we talk about I'm like dating. well you gotta we got a podcast now they gotta come out <laughs> I know so I mean eventually I'll get there but yeah normally I, I hate it I hate sounding like I'm secretive but I just normally don't talk about it as much Sierra is secretive she'll be like she's like oh I've been dating someone for six months and I'm like what that is not true. <laughs> it's close to true. It's close to true. Um, but I'm just like, but I, I think in the same way, but that's the reason I am so open about it because I'm like, oh, well, it's not a big deal. I'm like, it's a random dude that I went on one date with and it's probably not going to go anywhere or whatever. We hung out at the Burger King <laughs> last week. <laughs> that's where you go on dates? No, I hate Burger King and fast food in general, but... Like, I guess that's why, like, if I don't say something, that's when I'm probably more so like them or I'm going to, like, wait a little bit because I'm not going to, like, spill it all out there. And then people, like, want a follow up. Uh And then, like, what if it doesn't work out? And then I got to be like, oh, yeah, I liked this person, but then it didn't work versus, like, random dates that didn't work out. I'm just like, oh, yeah, haha, this happened. Oh, I tried this, like, restaurant, whatever it was. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, but it's funny that we're, like, the opposites in that. I'm like, I'm not going to talk unless I feel like it's something significant has happened. And you're like, I'm the opposite. I'm going to just tell it, tell it how it is. And then if something is significant, maybe I'll reel it in just to, just to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> so that the expectation is not so high. But, exactly. But, yeah, maybe that's part of my problem then because sometimes I – form these expectations on certain people that I do feel like I have a connection with and then when like they disappear I'm like really bummed out about it because now I've talked about them 
openly to other people and then I have to turn right back around and be like oh yeah nothing happened like nothing came of that yeah <laughs> like, see that's, that's why I don't do that I'm like I I don't speak on it until I've given the first reading the first gauge and then I keep it hush and then when it ends because then you can play it cool then then like if it ends after a couple dates you can be like ha yeah so like I went on a couple dates and like I didn't even like them like it wasn't even a big deal like (laughs) (laughs) here's another distinction though that I just thought of I think between the two of us is I think you have a very clear mind when you meet someone for the first time and you go on a first date, like on whether or not you like them or not. Like you are very decisive, decisive. I'm not. And so I might go on a first date with someone and like, there might be some things where I'm like, eh, like don't really love that, but I don't like make up my mind that quickly. So I'm still like thinking about it and it may take me like a couple of weeks before I'm like, yeah, I don't really like them that much. Or maybe I do like them and I want to see them again. So I think I just like don't chat about it as much because I'm like, I'm still processing. Like it takes me a while to figure out whether or not I'm like into someone. Yeah. Um, Like very, very rarely do I meet people and I'm like instantly obsessed with them because that's like just not my jam. It I'm takes also not instantly obsessed with anyone. I know. I'm not I'm like, I instantly <laughs> dislike everyone, which sounds harsh, but you know, you gotta but keep, gotta keep fishing. We have, I just found... feel like, you know, you know, like, I know like the second they get out of the car, I'm like, this ain't it. <laughs> and it's not even a looks thing. It's a presence. It's a presence. Like a, the majority of the time, the dates I go on, they look exactly like I'm expecting them to look. So it's not like, a, oh my gosh, this guy was not as attractive as I thought he was or anything like that. Or like this guy talks like, a, I almost said a beetle. Beetles don't talk. What? <laughs> this guy like has a really weird voice or like it's it's never anything blaring like that or anything that's wrong with them but it's just like it's just a vibe that's not vibe there tech. vibe can tech is imagine, off can you imagine Mackenzie is the bachelorette she's standing there waiting for these men to come out of the limo they come out and she's like uh but I already know. I already know. Did not pass the But honestly, that, I would. I would. And you cannot say that the bachelorettes that have been on the show do not have that. There has to be at least one or two people that roll in and you're instantly like, mm, this ain't it. No. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure. They don't say it, but they're thinking it. I'm sure. Yeah, you're right. I just feel like you being you, how I can't see you being able to fake that. You know, like, I see these bachelorettes that probably don't like at least 25% of these men, but they're like, hi, and they give them a hug, and they're like, nice to meet you, and, like, not saying that you couldn't do that, like, you could. Yeah, I definitely can. My face is hard to fake, though. Yeah, I was going to say, but probably not for long could you have that charade, because I feel like you'd be like, get them out. (laughs) Or I would just be, like, really cold. I sound like the worst, but I'm, I'm like, make you sound the bad. more I'm descri- like, we're describing this. I'm like, we're describing Claire and I've been like hating on Claire. And I'm like, I would be exactly like her. I would like send everyone home, pick one person instantly. And uh, maybe we're more alike than I think. 
am so sorry to be the one that uh, made this realization happen. I wasn't trying to make that. Hey, look at Claire. She's with the love of her life now. So she's thriving. So honestly, it works for her, and maybe it works for you. It takes until thirty-nine. So I've got like <laughs> over ten years, but it works. It works. And that's all that matters. I mean, hey, I'd rather wait till 39 and find the love of my life than, like, be married multiple times or jumping around from this to that. I'm like, let me have fun. Let me go on a roller coaster ride and then get married at 39 if that's what it's got to be. If that's what it's got to be. It is what it is. Yeah. Don't waste my time. (laughs) (laughs) So, kind of going off of the question I initially asked the follow-up um to it was what is your ideal setup for a first day and would you ask first or initiate so I think like what they're trying to get at is like would you rather be I guess probably like a dating app be asked out in person set up by a friend would you ever ask first or initiate setting up the day or you someone that like never does that and always it's the other person to be honest I've never been set up on a date before by anyone like never not not one time it's only ever been like either dating apps or like we went to school together like we like knew each other previously or we had mutual friends and we just started talking and decided to like go get dinner one time and then you know like Mm -hmm. no one's ever been like hey I have this friend that you should meet that I didn't know before yeah that's never happened so I don't know what that's like and I don't know how I would I feel like I'd be up for it though I'd be like yeah sure send them my way let me see what they look like first maybe (laughs) but um (laughs) like I'd be down for it because I'm like you know at this point what do I have to lose but I feel like it would be nice to just in a movie like way just like meet someone on the street like that would be great that would be yeah, great. Like but, in a coffee shop, like, you know, again, like these Hallmark movies, me in the mall or whatever, you know, exchanging. I know. I'm like, I don't go anywhere. I'm like, I'm like Kroger click listing it, Amazon priming it. I'm like, I'm too lazy to meet someone in person. Not because I'm lazy to meet somebody. I'm lazy to shop for myself. I'm like, I don't even go places that I would meet someone. I'm like, am I supposed to meet the love of my life while I pump my gas? Like, <laughs> I just don't know what kind of quality men there are at like speedway i need to <laughs> and some people going. yeah like, you need to start going to like a home depot or something but well people say that people are like there. well you go to home depot or like you go to places all the time and like they're there and i'm like they're not there because one if they were there i would be open to it but never have i been strolling through the kroger or speedway or whatever and been like oh my gosh that guy over there is just beautiful let me have him fall in love with me now like I there's not I've never spotted someone that I'm like oh I hope they approach me I'm like I hope they stay away you better keep your six feet keep that mask on (laughs) so I don't know if they're out there 
Uh, that's so true, though, especially now, man. The only time I wear, ever see them having to wear a mask, so it's like that person doesn't even know the level of attractive that I am, and I don't fully know the level of attractive that they are. So, like, there's no way there's going to be a love connection in these these times. You're really taking a gamble there, yeah. And the only time I feel like I ever see someone that I'm like, oh, they're really cute. Where is that person hiding? Is when either I am driving and someone is running on the road, like on the sidewalk or whatever. Or they're, like, driving in their car. And I'm like, how am I supposed to find you? This is impossible. You are making it difficult for me. <laughs> Maybe I should just start catcalling men on the road. But that's the only time I ever am like, that person's really cute. What the heck? Where are you? Are you not on dating apps? Do you not go to Kroger and Speedway? Where are you? Just stalk them. Just follow them. With my car. high-speed chase. They're also always going, like, they're always running towards my car. So, like, we're passing past each other. Gotcha. You're not I can't even stalk them. Yeah. Pull a U-turn and just skirt, skirt. I know. I feel like this now warrants you to tell your story because this <laughs> reminds me of your Halloween incident that you had the other yeah, week. Yeah. I was because like... apparently people are seeing people on the road and they are stopping them. I know. I did. I forgot that this happened honestly I blocked it from my memory because it's so insane that then when you were talking about this I was reminded and I was like oh my god tell the people tell them what happened so it's Friday December 30th 30th. and I fully am dressed up as like a witch okay I wore this outfit to work um because it was like a dress up costume day um which, side note, I'm going to toot my own horn. I got second place in the costume <laughs> contest just saying I want a bourbon cake. And, you know, I mean, I normally don't win things, but I'll take second place in this case. But anyways, I'm fully dressed up as a witch and um, not like a gross one. I mean, I'm like, I don't have like, I mean, I looked kind of normal, but also not in something I would wear every day. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I don't have like my face isn't like painted green or anything like that. So I'm trying to paint a picture for the people. Like I have a normal face of makeup on. I'm just wearing like a weird like green and black dress. And um <clears throat> I'm like driving, um, <laughs> leaving work and my mom is on speakerphone in the car with me because um I called her after work. She's on speakerphone and she is asking me if I want to go to dinner with her. And I'm like, um, yeah, but I'm in this costume. Um, and she's like, oh, yeah, well, let's go to this place, yada, yada. We're just chatting. Okay, she's on speakerphone. And then I hear, like, a car behind me um, or somewhere nearby honk. And I'm like, what's happening? I I'm start looking around, like, is there something going on? And then this car pulls up next to me like right next to me and honks their horn and like this man looks over at me and I'm fully just like what is happening I'm thinking that he's trying to tell me something because I've had this happen before where someone has like pulled up beside me and like honked their horn and like waved at me because like my gas tank was open or something like that and they wanted to tell me so I fully thought this man was trying to tell me what was wrong with my car. I'm like, oh, my God, is it, like, yeah. fire? Like, what's happening? 
And so I'm like, I probably looked frantic, like panicking. And meanwhile, my mom's like, what's happening while she's on the phone? And um, then I see this man, no joke, grab his phone. And like, I don't know if he was taking pictures, if he was like recording a video, like I have no idea, but he's recording Mm -hmm. me or taking pictures of me out his window and rolled down the window. And I'm like, what is going on? what is happening i'm kind of concerned i'm like the paparazzi are out yeah i didn't know if he was like just what was happening i'm like is he making fun of me right now is he like does he think i look stupid like my first reaction was like insecurity for some reason um so then i roll down my window and i look at him and i said can i help you (laughs) i don't know why that was the first thing that came to mind i just said can i help you and he goes um, I just saw you were hot. And so then he rolled up his window and he like sped away. And I was like, what just happened? And my mom heard the whole thing. <laughs> on the phone. And I am embarrassed. And I am like, hysterical. Like what just happened to me? This has never happened in my life, let alone as I'm while I'm depressed. wearing this outfit. I'm wearing this neon green, neon green and black, like huge puffy, like dress and i'm like um this Which, is my shining moment right here right it, now it was ridiculous so you facetimed me right after this happened so i saw the outfit and it was like a ridiculous enough of an outfit that it definitely is not something that you would think someone would be so eye-catching that somebody would stop and be like oh my gosh you're so hot especially because if it was anyone's like thing this outfit in my mind, they would be someone that's kind of like the emo rocker, grungy style. And this guy was not that. You said oh, he yeah. looked like he just came from golfing. Yeah, you were like, um, was he weird? Was he creepy? And I was like, he looked really normal, actually. Like, he looked to be, you know, maybe close to my age, like late 20s or so. And, um, yeah, he looked so, kind of preppy. He was wearing like a polo shirt. I'm like, he probably came from the office. Maybe he played around the golf. So, like, yeah, I don't know. It didn't seem like it, it wasn't an outfit that seemed like that would be his thing. But at the same time, the outfit was not so ridiculous by any means that I would see someone driving down the road in it and think, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. I'm going to take a video of this girl. Exactly. Like, if your face was painted top. green with warts on it or something, maybe. But, like, it was just a, like, a really ugly dress. And that's it. Yeah. And, like, I had a hat, like, that I was wearing during the day. But, like, obviously when I'm driving, like, I'm not wearing this hat because. And it's the day before Halloween. Like, yeah, it, it's not like you were wearing it in June. It, exactly. And so I'm like, is this guy just, like, looking at me weird because I'm dressed weird or is he trying to tell me something? No, he fully just told me, no, I just thought you were hot. So <laughs> that's it. And I'm like, uh, I didn't even say anything. I just like rolled your window up <laughs> blank in the face and just rolled my window back up. Like, I don't know what to say or do right now. Um, yeah. So that's that was uncomfy. The- it was uncomfy. And I still am doubting whether or not he was telling the truth or if he was just saying that because I confronted him you know what if what if you like saw him again one day and he asked you on a date would you say yes or no what if you go get married I'd say show me the photo or the video of whatever you took of me and then I'll decide because 
if I look horrible and you're like, <laughs> you look great, I'd be like, no, there's something wrong with you. If I see that photo and I look amazing for some reason, then maybe I'd be like, you know what? You were onto something, man. I look kind of cute in that picture. But I just, I need to know what he was seeing through his eyes. But was he like attractive? Like, was he attractive enough that you would even consider a date with him, period? I mean, if we were in a totally different scenario and I was like getting a drink somewhere and he rolled up and said, (laughs) hey, and I was not wearing that outfit. I was dressed in normal clothing. I would talk to him. Like, I would talk to him. I would speak. I would, we would speak, but, um, yeah, so that's my answer to that. I don't know. Wow. Alrighty. Well, there you have it, folks. Not sure if that's the move though. Okay. Honestly, people out there, it's kind of scary to experience that. So not sure if you see someone that you find attractive just while you're riding around, maybe don't pull your phone out. Yeah, that's um, the weird part. That's really the maybe, weird part here. Maybe refrain from doing that because it was like kind of scary at first. And then I was like, okay, you don't seem that scary now that I've confronted you, but also still kind of weird. Don't recommend. Yeah. I think it's it's probably a little bit different the opposite way. Like if a girl were to do that to a guy, I feel like sadly just because of the genders – like, I don't think a guy's going to feel threatened by that. Like, for his safety, he might say no. But I don't think <laughs> there's a danger kind of piece to it. But, yeah, anytime it's, like, a male approaching a female and you just, like, don't know them and it's, like, a weird public setting and you're by yourself, you just never know. Exactly. It's a weird double standard, but it does exist. Yeah. All right, so this next one, um, it's not really a question. It's more so just like a topic of conversation. Um, I know Mackenzie and I have talked about this before, um, but basically the topic is just how the older we get, as women especially, um, it just seems like more people almost like pity us for being single. And um, it just gets to a point where like how do we know if we need to take people's advice on dating and like or do like do we respect what they have to say or do we just like keep doing our thing like ignore it like it just seems like a weird kind of thing um just like the older we get it's almost like a oh like you're not married you know maybe you should do this or maybe you should do that it's like okay maybe you should not tell me what to do yeah I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. It's a hard thing. Yeah. I think for me, it's always annoying because not always annoying, but sometimes annoying because anytime you like tell any story or anything about dating, then people like automatically want to jump in with their advice. And it's like, no, I was literally just telling you a story, like a funny story or a casual story about a date or this or that. And then like, and I, not to single people out, but I feel like it is always from people that are either older or people that are married and they're in really committed relationships. Yeah. And they're just like, well, I've made it. I need to share my wisdom with, you know, these, 
younger single people. And it's like, no, I, I didn't ask for your advice. And yeah, I don't know. Just like, it's an unsolicited advice thing. Like if I wanted your advice or if I was like, oh my gosh, I'm having this problem with this keeps happening, then obviously like I'm fishing for advice. But if I'm just telling you a random story, like do not jump on my case about being like, well, have you ever thought about this? Like, <laughs> hush, hush your mouth. Yeah, exactly. It's like if you are to the point where you want someone to tell you what to do or you want someone to give you their two cents worth, like you'll ask for it. You'll say, what do you think about this? Or yeah whatever but again like if if it's unsolicited just like maybe maybe don't maybe think before you say that (laughs) maybe just don't do it and it's not even a like I think for both of us we see it as like it's like an annoying thing not an offensive thing like I can I can also like imagine those same people like listening to this conversation and being like I'm so sorry to hurt your feelings. Like, I didn't know you were so sensitive about being single. Like, honey, no, no, that ain't it. (laughs) Like, we're not sad about it. Like, I'm not sad about it. I'm just annoyed and I'm ready to move on with the conversation and not talk about this poor advice that you have. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) no offense. But because it's one of those things where it's like, you don't know what it's like because you're not in the situation. Yeah. I think it's, so it's almost like their advice. How do you know that their advice is valid? It's like, you're married. How do you know what to do? And you know, in these dating situations, like you, you don't, you've never experienced this. <laughs> yeah. I think, well, I think just in general, and this goes for both, you know, people like us that get advice from older people or people that are married or whatever, But also just like anyone giving any type of, you know, unsolicited relationship advice, I think it's so important to realize that like people have different goals, like different end goals that they're going for and different types of people and relationships that they're going for. So like if someone, if you're, for example looking like you just really want to date around and you're not looking for like anything serious you're not in any rush to get into anything serious and you just are having a good time and you really want to date someone or end up with someone that's really fun and adventurous and crazy and is not religious and all of these things those are your qualities you're looking for And then somebody that's older and that's married and that immediately met their husband and married them. And that person is very like quiet and keeps to themselves and is like the total opposite of the person that you're looking for. Then like (laughs) if that person is giving you advice, it's like, okay, well, you're giving me the roadmap to like where you got, but I'm not going to the same destination as you. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And um, but I think we just assume that everyone has the same, like, oh, well, you must be wanting to get married or you must be wanting to go on board dates or you, yeah, you must want to be having kids. And like, it's just, it's across the board of whatever stage you're at. Like, we're all just on our own paths, you know? Yeah. Well, there's a lot more goals than just like married with children. And a lot of people don't 
know that. Like, they're just naive to the fact that there are other options. Um, like, I know specifically, like, I don't get a lot of this, but because I work with a lot of elderly people, um, a lot of times they will ask me. They're the first so, ones to hop on yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> they're the first. I mean, they have no shame, okay? They're the first ones to be like, oh, are you married? And then, like, the second anyone gains, like, a little bit of weight, they're like, oh, my gosh, are you having a baby? I'm like, <laughs> no, Margaret. Like, but anyways, so, yeah, I have to tell people that I'm, you know, single, not married often. Daily. Like, they're just like, sometimes, some of them are like, oh, you've got plenty of time. Like, you're young. And then other ones are like, oh, well, I'm sure the right one will come along. You know, it's like, I know it's like always just, in the way people say it. They're like, well, just when you least expect it, he's going to walk right in. I'm like, okay, like I wasn't worried, waiting. but thank you. I am waiting just patiently. I'm like, okay, well, you didn't have to say it like that. <laughs> You're like, I'm sure he will, but I didn't need your reminder. Like, thank you. Exactly. But again, it's not like it doesn't hurt my feelings. Exactly. Just, it's just like, I just I'm tired of like, this stuff. Next, I'm next like, question. Yeah, I know. Just have to like keep it moving, you know? It's just one of those things that you have to deal with being like a single, like 20 something. And, you know, it's just if we could deal with it less, if the, if people knew that it was like annoying, then maybe they wouldn't do it, but maybe they don't know. So we're here to tell them. Stop. And I can't imagine, honestly, this is another moment where I feel a little bit of empathy for Claire because I'm like, we're only in our late twenties. So I can't imagine being in your thirties or beyond and like being unmarried or, you know, never married, whatever. And just like still getting (laughs) the advice and questions. I'd be like, leave me alone or we'll cut you out of my life. (laughs) Oh, we will throw some hands. (laughs) Yeah. Like ask me about something else. Ask me about my pet turtle or, I don't know. Ask me what my favorite cheese is. <laughs> exactly. I can answer <laughs> that. I met a lot of cheeses I like. Not a lot of men. <laughs> okay. Are we ready to dive into the Bachelorette? We about to dive in. Okay. So kicking off this week's episode of the Bachelorette, we've officially got Tasha in the pilot seat. She is our bachelorette now, and we kick off the episode with her starting to meet the men. Yeah, and I think it's safe to say that most of these men are little smitten kittens. I mean, I think she walked in, and they were all just like... They were hiding. All right, let's go. (laughs) They were, like, ready to pick up the pace. They were like, all right. They were like, okay, forget all the other stuff. Let's, you know, here Switch we go. Switch it up. <laughs> um. <laughs> Which is good. I'm glad of that for Tasha because I'm sure, like, that has to be nerve-wracking coming in, knowing they, like, signed up for someone else. And, like, oh, my gosh, are they going to still be as excited? And it seems like they're, if anything, more excited. Yeah. And so, like, the episode just basically starts with her introducing herself, getting to talk to some of these guys – that decided to stay for her, even though they weren't sure who she was going to be or anything like that. Um, and then I think the first, like, main thing, hopefully I'm not skipping ahead too far. I don't know if you have anything to say there about the beginning, but 
the first main thing is that like um while Tasha is talking to um Brendan which is turtleneck boy turtleneck Steve Jobs boy um Chris Harrison just kind of interrupts and is like hey um I need you and I'm like I don't think he's ever done that before I don't think Chris Harrison's ever been the one to interrupt so he kind of came in and basically just was like everything's about to change and lo and behold we got fresh meat coming in yeah so obviously the guys that had already been in the house were not happy about new guys coming into the house and in that regard I again feel bad for the guys on this season I feel like there are just certain seasons of the bachelor and bachelorette where we've had people that like it feels like they get a little bit gypped Things that come to mind are when Jason Tardick didn't get a fantasy suite and got kicked off uh, by Becca. I'm thinking of Caitlin Bristow and Britt and like having to feel picked over between the guys like that's an uncomfortable situation. But I honestly think these guys this season take the cake for just like they cannot catch a break because one it's, it's covid a roller coaster for these guys yeah like it's already just 2020 and covid they don't get to do the normal like traveling and all that they're just stuck in this random resort then they get claire's the bachelorette and they have a lot of bumps in the road there she just like cancels rose ceremonies and things like that left and right doesn't give out roses, picks Dale right away. And then they're all excited. They're ready for Tasha, And then they're just like, oh, you have more competition before you can even get the chance to talk to her. So I do feel for the guys a little bit. Yeah, but on the other hand, like in order to make Tasha feel like somewhat she's in control and like she has her own season, which – or is already an argument that some people might want to have like a, you know, well, it was Claire season. So why is Tasha getting special treatment or whatever? Like that could be an argument, but I see it also as in order for Tasha to have this feeling of her being the bachelorette and not just getting the leftovers. Yeah. I feel like they had to give her something like an experience that was new and unique to her. So I'm like, I kind of get it in that regard. And I think they only added like what five other people. So yeah. A lot I th- of those five, really only two were even worth mentioning. Yeah. So I don't know. It is, it is what it is. They start moving along with um, the dates. Well, before they jump into the dates, we get a little update on Claire and Dale. And honestly, I don't think it's worth spending more than 30 seconds on essentially Claire and Dale are happy together. They're still together. They are taking it to the grave that they did not speak or come into contact with each other before the show. And that's really all we know. So nothing new, nothing new. They're thriving. They are in love, which is great. That's, that's that. That's really it. Put a bow on it. They're, they're next. Exactly. Um, I did just want to mention of the new crop. Uh, again, there's only like probably five. The only two that I thought were worth mentioning was the traveling nurse, um, Noah. He's the like one with the mustache. He seems to maybe potentially be a, be key a villain. Player. Maybe. Yeah, we're not sure. So I just wanted to mention him, like say his name. 
he seems like he might be somebody. And then obviously Spencer, who is the first one out of the limo. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously he makes like a big impression on um, Tasha, like that first evening. And I think he's already like rubbing some people the wrong way. Um, and yeah. I think it says that he, he was a water treatment engineer, which I don't really know what that means. Um, but he, that's what he, does. he does get the first impression Rose um, on yeah. that first night. He's the first guy to steal Tasha away. And I am not loving him less for his attitude and personality that I feel like the guys are getting from him and more like, I think he just looks like so like feminine and like seems like a little flamboyant to me. Like that just is the vibe I'm getting. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm getting that from him and I just like from his style or what his style but also his mannerisms and like his grooming in general and i'm someone like especially compared to most other girls and i would say especially you because you like shyla buff who looks like he crawled out of a sewer (laughs) like i like more like clean cut quote pretty boys which that's what he is and i'm like what the heck but it's too much for me it's it's the it's the lip gloss for me uh, okay, I think it's just like really hot and sweaty there, and also he got his, lip gloss on. He got lip hair, gloss on. His hair was a little too shiny for me. For I'm like his whole <laughs> face and head and lips. It was all shiny. But yeah, he dipped his head that, in Vaseline before he came out. <laughs> I'm gonna chalk some of that up to being the fact that it's really hot there. But but he also see- wore a tight button up floral shirt. The next time we see him come into the picture. That is true. But also, did you see where he was from? Where is he from? La Jolla, California, which is rich. So, let's just... I mean, he's he's a pretty boy through and through. He's already the worst. So, (laughs) he... Also, the very first time, like, when she was giving him the first impression, Rose, and she went in for a kiss or one of the... It was awkward. Oh, yeah. The neck, the neck turn, it was very formal and felt robotic and it, I didn't love it. It made me uncomfortable. Yeah. And then he made it weird again the second time on the group date because he had busted his lip and they like, they went in for a kiss and they were like right there. And then he was just like, Oh, I'm going to go to the side. And it was just, it was odd. Like, I don't know. I didn't like the instructions, like, when they were that close to landing. So, <laughs> one, one other note that I made about Spencer, um, since we're still talking about him, is that I didn't love that when they were on the group date, which we'll get to here in a sec, but I didn't love how he was like, oh, I've got this in the bag. I'm like, do you? Do you, though? Anyway, yeah. I don't know. I don't love that energy when people are like, I've got this. Like, no, you yeah. don't. You don't got this. That makes just, me want you to fail even more. Yeah. Not saying I don't like him. I'm just saying I don't like that energy. I don't like him. <sighs> Again, me wait. being decisive, I'm like, mm, I know it. He, vibes are off. I'm He's like, out. I'm like, he might turn out to be okay. And you're like, no. I'm like, I've just, I've sat through this enough times that when I know, I know. I'm like, 
in the, in the past, I've been like, well, maybe I'll like this person. I'm like, no, I, n- I never come around. I'm never like, oh, you know what? Actually, I'm in love with you. Just um. <laughs> <laughs> we at least need to start on neutral ground if I'm going to fall in love with you. So if I'm instantly getting bad vibes, I'm probably not going to shoot to the other side. But no, I don't see this flipping, flipping around. You know, no, anything. no, I'm not feeling it for Spencer. So, okay, let's get into, like, the group date then um, quickly because it it was kind of, like, uneventful in my yeah. opinion. Like, Tasha basically cancels the rose ceremony the first night because she wants to get to know everyone. Um, yep. And then the next day, well, seemingly, I don't know when it is, but the next scene is basically their group date and they they're playing, like – pool basketball and I'm like this is boring like this is not (laughs) that interesting or creative in my mind and the only interesting thing that happens is that Spencer and Riley somewhat get physical he gets a barely busted lip and that's basically it and and other people are like yeah he deserved that like (laughs) because he's already rubbing people the wrong way so um that was pretty much the only thing that I thought was interesting and yeah want to add on that no boring next then portion was kind of interesting though um the part where kenny our boy the boy band manager basically was like so you're kind of a like i don't know if i want to say it or not if we'll anyone will care but basically calls him out and it's just kind of like, yeah, you're kind of the worst. And then- oh yeah, when he called Spencer out, I thought you were saying Kenny calling Tasha out, and I was like, I missed no, no, that. No. He calls out Spencer. My yeah. Mom. Um, and it's just kind of like you're the worst. He uses a different word, but um, and then Riley is just Riley then comes in and is like, yeah, he's basically fried bologna. He's lunch meat. I was like, what? <laughs> what is fried bologna? I'm like, what does that even mean? I don't know, but I, it ain't good. I don't know, but I thought it was funny and I just thought it was worth a mention. I'm like, honestly, I really like bologna. Like I grew up eating bologna. So I'm like, is that a, that's a diss? Like, what does that mean? Yeah, it's a diss. Well, okay. Uh, But she seems to be kind of into um, Zach, which kind of surprised me I like didn't see him being like a person that she would like but do yeah you know who that one is yeah yeah um he's the older one, yeah he's like right? 36 I don't I know he's 39 oh he's 39 I think the I one with the curly hair yeah I thought he was 36 I don't know he kind of has like a a little bit of like an underbite yeah um an interesting jawline yeah I don't know. I'm like, underbite's harsh because people that haven't seen him are probably picturing, like, a harsh underbite now. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, it's not, like, outrageous. That's just the only way that I know how to distinguish him from other people because he has, like, this, like... Forward jaw. This, like, um, pointed kind of, like, angled face. <laughs> I don't know. We're just butchering it right now. I'm just look sorry. him up. I'm doing him dirty, and I don't I don't mean to. I don't <laughs> You're like, to so his face is just angled like I don't the slope is extreme look okay look him up I don't know so basically she seems to kind of like him she's like intrigued by him and I was like okay didn't see that coming but what do I know um and then the group 
Rose, group date Rose, ends up going to um, Easy, actually. Yeah, and I think uh, from the bat, like, when I saw Easy on Claire season, I thought, like, I think he could be really good for Tasha, just because they both, like, are so, po- like, they both seem to be very, like, positive, upbeat, like, fun, easygoing people. Like, they just give me the same type of, like, <laughs> energy. Know exactly like they give me that same energy and so i i kind of thought that from the beginning so we'll see where love blossoms with them but then to wrap up the episode taisha takes is it brendan or brandon brendan uh brendan which i have a i have a beef with all the brendans and brandons out there let's pick one we're picking one and we're moving on and (laughs) you will all be that because it's the worst name to try to like because people especially like in the south and like around where we are people if they'll say it fast like brendan brandon and it's it's too much for me well yeah so he gets the the first date card um i did want to say just like one tiny thing before we talk about brendan's date and that is the fact that jason basically cracks and he's like i need to go home and she's like i don't think jason was ever stable to be here in the first place i don't either i think i think he murdered somebody i think (laughs) well i don't think that but i think he just emotionally is not ready was not ready for this experience and he was broken by one conversation that he had with claire granted like she tried to like pull out his whole life trauma and then like peace out so I think, like, he was just the wrong person for that to have happened to. And I just thought it was interesting that Tasha was kind kind of trying to convince him to stay. And I was like, girl, no, just let him go. Like, if you don't want to be here. Eventually she did. But at first I was like, is she going to convince him to stay right now? But no. Okay, so he left. But just wanted to mention that. And then she goes on her date with Brendan, not Brandon. They go on a horse date. <laughs> Yeah, and nothing, like, too eventful really happens on this date until the evening portion where he reveals that he has been married before and divorced, and he was really nervous to tell her that, um, not knowing that, you know, obviously she's been in the same situation as well, being um, married and divorced young. So they kind of bond over that, and... Yeah, besides that, like, nothing – he gets the rose. Nothing too crazy happens. I wouldn't say that I'm immediately like, oh, my gosh, yeah, he's the winner. Like, the chemistry is amazing. But I do like him personality-wise, and I think Mm -hmm. they seem to be vibing together. But nothing – nothing off the charts. Not Dale level yet. Yeah. No, I definitely – I like him so far also. I just feel like – and we don't know where this the rest of the season's going to go. There's no spoilers at this point for for us. So we have no idea. But Tasha is coming off at least to me as far as what we have seen in like the promo for next time for next week. Um I feel like she's going to be that person that like gives everybody a chance as she should and then likes all these people. Like I feel like she's going to be that person, which maybe I'm wrong. But I don't know if you heard her say this, but she basically was just like, she goes in for the kisses again with Brendan and she's like, Brendan is everything. Like, I just want to go home with this boy. 
Like I could see, I could see myself marrying him. Like she says that already. I know. I'm like, like, we cannot do this again. Exactly. I'm like, no, you cannot be saying these things, Tasha. You got to take it a little bit slower this time. But again, if she's feeling it, she's feeling it. But I have a feeling that maybe she's going to be feeling it with several people. And then that's yeah. where the drama is going to ensue. That's just my first take. So we'll see yeah. how it happens. I think I think that as well, which hopefully will make for an interesting season. And we're just going to have to see how the rest of it plays out. But the only other exciting news or update that we have to bring you all is that I saw today that we officially have a date for The Bachelor. Yeah. I saw- um, Matt James, <laughs> Matt James, on January fourth. So that that is good news because I think with the way that all this is scheduled out, we're pretty much going to go straight from a Bachelorette run into a Bachelor season. So we will not be deprived for long. Yeah, which I don't know that it's ever happened that way before. So this will be interesting to just hop right on to the next season. I'm like. Well, I know what I'll be doing um, for the next several months now. I know. I'm like basically into next spring. I'm booked on Tuesday and Monday nights. Yeah. Do you think they'll keep it? Like they'll go back to Monday nights or? The fourth is a Monday, I believe. It is. Okay. So Uh I was curious about that. Because The Bachelor normally starts in January. So I think we're like back on schedule back on track technically we're just not used to having the bachelorette this late can you imagine though because we didn't get like a paradise this year like if they do a paradise this next like upcoming summer there are so many people eligible for this because we've had several seasons now that i'm like it's competition is tough to get on paradise (laughs) i know i'm like the pool is um, large of people that they can choose from. Yeah. I don't feel, I will say, I don't feel as connected to the, any of the contestants and, and it's probably because we haven't been able to get to know anyone, but Dale for the past couple weeks, but I don't feel like particularly connected with any of these guys, the way that I, guys or girls, just contestants in general that I have in the past. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also like we talked about, a while back because we didn't get that like home footage in their intros. Like, you know, it's just, it's all different this year. Yeah. I mean, really the only like somewhat deep conversation we've seen so far is Tasha on her first date. Like we haven't seen any other deep conversations like Jason. Dale and Claire got engaged and we barely saw them talk about anything. So. Yeah. It's just kind of weird in that respect of like not really getting to know these people, but here we are. It's, it's happening. It's still going. We got a long way to go apparently. Yeah. So buckle up. We're in for a wild ride. We'll be coming back at you next week and we've got a guest. So you're going to want to tune in.